clothes, stoves don't work, holes at work, a warrior, so I wear them all my shirt, wish I was free as Che was, I spent a day buzz, tripping on hypes, wishing for nights and different flavors, the age of Kane and Big Daddy, showbody caddies, uncle's name Larry, they really never grabbed me, my mother gave birth, but she really never had me, left to the hood to play daddy, raised by niggas named Butch, who the baby, who wait so they wait they, status on the streets, license, place to say they, motto, this is Chicago in the heyday, similar to good times, I guess that I was JJ, a skinny nigga, young girls with penny figures, so many niggas stacked upon each other, it's the black upon each other that we love so much, wonder how many of us is drugs go touch, used to gangbang, ain't really thug that much, rather have some thick bras in the dust to clutch, went to school in Baton Rouge for a couple of years, my college career got down with a couple of beers, came back home, now I gotta pay back loans, same nigga, same block, same shit they own, only thing different quicker, they click that chrome, in my defense, yo I had to hit that zone, man to man, I'm good working with my hands, my generation never understood working for the man, and of being broke, I ain't a fan, now I stand in the same spot as my old man, my life I plan not to be on this corner, I still wanna see California, but this is my world. What up, what up? This is Turn On The Tape. We're back again. What's up, man? Ronnie J? I'm talking to him, man. What's up? Not much, man. Ronnie J is here. Chip is here. This is episode 18. Uh, we got a special guest. Uh, who we got here? Hey, man. Look, listen, man. We got the good brother Brian Lewis is in the building. What's happening, man? Hey, what's going on? Not much, man. Look, every time we interview somebody or have a conversation with somebody, uh, it's normally somebody from the Springs. Let's just go ahead and be honest. We're a little biased. Great school, man. Yeah. Great school. Just tab it, but you know. Yeah. It's all good. On top of that, offensive, defensive line. So, you know, we got a special place for the brother right yes, here. Sir. Great position. All yes, sir. People. Oh, So, man, listen. We're going to go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, a lot has been happening uh, in the sports world. Football is kind of winding down, I think, uh, as far as the NFL. Um, but, obviously, we're going to have a lot of the Free agency, trade stuff going on. Uh, the what's it called? The Alliance Football League. Uh, Alliance of American Football yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah that, that. they uh they dropped this weekend. Um, saw a few of those games. We'll talk also about that. Dropped, I'm weak. Yeah, yeah, now nah, that's that's a launch <laughs> for sure. Uh, the NBA, the trade deadline is passed. Uh, guys are on new teams. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah yeah we got a got a lot to talk about the Lakers um, didn't get anybody um I got some stuff to talk about yeah uh and, and tampering is at an all time high mm-hmm. uh college football the national signing day just passed uh a lot of guys are transferring new teams new coaches uh so we'll get to that also college basketball is heating up we got the conference tournaments coming up uh Zion looks like he can jump out of an arena literally. Um. Yeah, I yeah, mean, they do get some stilts, man. <laughs> yeah, some stilts. So, let's jump right into it, man. The uh, American Alliance of what's it called? I, I, I'm I still. It's the, I think it's the Alliance of America Football. Alliance of American Football. G League. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, they they definitely jumped off this weekend. Uh, did you guys catch any games? Look, first off, first off. This the one spot we gonna bring it to because you gotta spark it like this. If you seen it, 
I know that you saw one play. Uh-oh. That quarterback got killed. Mm-hmm. And his helmet flew off. It's a great hit. It's a full man. I haven't seen that since like 04. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. It was tough. Hey, look, man. It was tough. Yeah, kind, of, kind of letting you play a little bit out there, man. One, yeah. that quarterback's an idiot because I don't know how he didn't see him, how he held on the ball <laughs> that long. I'm like, dude, like. Yeah, man. Um, I also saw another quarterback out there. Um, I think he played at, what is that, Benedictine or Fork Union, one of them. Um, he's still bad. Um, still I think bad. his name is Christian Hackenberg. Oh, man. Um, yeah, man. Penn State. Penn State's finest. Yeah. Or um, um, Or maybe worse. But, mm. uh, yeah, man. There's a lot of guys out there that were f- former NFL ballers. Uh, we saw them put their talent on display. I saw Trent Richardson out there making plays. I didn't even catch Trent. Uh, Two really good runs, man. Yeah. Two really good runs. I was very impressed. He still got it. Um, oh, yeah. I don't get how he lost it. He he lost it so quick though, like it was just good, bad. Oh, was it just Cleveland? No, Cleveland still ain't do nothing. Could have had something to do with it. I mean, I I think he was drafted by the Colts. Couldn't get it done there. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I think it was the Colts. But I mean, for me, I mean, a lot of guys, man, they struggle for so long financially, and they grind for so long. You know, it's no off season in football. Mm-hmm. Like you go to Alabama, you know, you, you got to fight off a lot of guys who can play in mm-hmm. order to get on the field and stay on the field. And then when you once you kind of amass that wealth, you kind of ah, you yeah. kind of relax a little bit. And you can't do that because everybody in the league, not a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. You got undrafted guys. You got guys who win in other rounds. Mm-hmm. It's always something. So you got to keep, keep, that, that, keep that momentum going and keep working hard. For Trent, I think it was a work ethic thing. You know, um, if you look look a little bit about, you know, look into his career, he went up to Canada, played in the Canadian League. It's not really a whole lot of acclaim and fame up there, but he kind of seemed to, you know, based on the articles I read, he kind of got that that swagger back a little bit and that work ethic. And you can tell, you know, he's starting to, you know, that cut that he made to get into the end zone on one of those plays, he scored twice, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, he's never, yeah. He's I, I saw the Alabama like looking again. I, <laughs> I thought it was Nick Saban on the sideline for a minute. I'm like, okay, that's the trend that I know. Yeah, man. And so for a lot of guys, and that's what it is, man. It's the work ethic. It's hard. You get your first, you know, game check. Your, your rookie deal is pretty good. That's the most money you've seen in your life. Yeah. Uh, but there's also a lot of pressure that comes with that. And for a lot of dudes, I think they just kind of back off a little bit off the work ethic. You see, it happens. another thing about Trent, I've seen a story about it and I read something about it. He had a lot happening off the field. He yeah. had friends and family stealing always. money from him. Always, mm. always. And, like, from what I read and heard, like, he, like, his mind was kind of gone after that because it's like these, the guys that he, like, friends and family, like, close friends and family. Stealing bread, he just got. Yeah, I'm like dog, like, but you know things happen, so I'm just glad he's still out here. Yeah, still floating. Uh, the the league is supposed to be brought forward to give uh guys uh like Trent, like Christian, an opportunity to kind of hone their skills, develop. Uh, get some coaching outside of uh, the regular season. Uh, obviously, they don't get a lot of reps, um, you know, while they're on maybe teams' practice squads or uh, just being a backup. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is a great opportunity for a lot of those guys. 
Um, do you think that uh, practice squad players and guys that are on futures contracts uh, that are on NFL rosters that may not be getting those reps that we've been talking about, uh, do you think they should automatically possibly get a spot in, in this league? Not yet. Mm. <laughs> not what? yet. Um, in order for that to happen, there's got to be some sort of contractual agreement. Mm-hmm. And to my, to our knowledge, I mean, you guys let me know, but just based on the reading up that I did, I don't think there's an affiliation with the NFL no. officially. Mm-hmm. So for that to happen, there's got to be some you know, paperwork that's got to be drawn up, and there's probably got to be some checks that needs to be signed in order to facilitate that. But um, <clears throat> for guys who get cut, it's a perfect opportunity to go down to the league, to that particular league, and, you know, flourish and continue to get those reps to one day hopefully maybe be picked up or try out again, whatever the case may be. So I think that's a, a good thing. I don't think that there's um, – although it's not, not anything official, it's pretty clear based on the fact that, you know, you got Bill Polian running the league and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I don't think they want to compete with the NFL. I think they do want to be that feeder system that you're kind of alluding to. Mm-hmm. But, excuse me, as far as automatically going into, um, I don't know. Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, maybe, maybe down the road. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a situation where somebody's going to have to um, – the splits got to make sure sure they're even. Um, yeah, got to make sure checks are signed, you know. <laughs> Roger Dale, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute now. <laughs> Roger, yeah, man. They definitely going to um, – have to figure out because I know the TV um, deals are going to be big in that too because you know obviously getting those games out and reaching those fans, different groups of people, um, that's going to be a big tug of war in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a big tug of war just because it's a new league who's trying all the stuff that we all want the league to try and do. Yeah. So it's always. Probably like some, like I don't even know the word to use for it, but like they certainly are gonna toss some heat on some seats, mm-hmm. especially of Raj. Yeah, right. Yeah, Raj's got to get out of there because he's an idiot. <laughs> and um, I mean, yeah, like I, I, I like it just because they are actually trying all of these things that we want, Raj. To try, and he won't because he's just so stuck in his ways, and he's a genius, and we don't know nothing according to him. But I like Roger Goodell, man. I'm a fan. I like Roger Goodell. What? I don't think Roger's that bad. I mean, listen, Roger Goodell is gonna do everything in his uh in his power to support the NFL. That's who says his check. And and as a commissioner of the NFL, that's his job. He does a great job of that. Now, out, yep. out, anything outside of that, he doesn't go. Well, let's speak on it. Let, let's, 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 let's talk about it. Because maybe y'all can enlighten me. Maybe that's something I don't know. I, I personally don't. I mean, obviously, we, we've seen the different happenings around the NFL with uh, the various social justice issues, mm-hmm. the domestic uh, violence situations, obviously, because we're gonna talk about uh, Kareem Hunt getting signed as well. We'll talk about um, because that's that's something that that I thought was very interesting. Right. Um, but I just think that it's taken so long because I, obviously the onus is a bit on the players, but Always. the the league has to be be willing to meet uh, the players. And their the respective organizations somewhere in the middle. Um, I don't think before 
and when I say before, I'll say maybe in the past in the past year and a half, I think it's gotten better. Um, but before that, no, I think I think it, both sides were very far apart. Not saying that they're like together now, but I, I know we're a lot closer. Well, let's talk about now that we've talked about it from a thirty-five thousand foot level. Oh, let's, yeah. let's talk about like some specifics. Like, what do you guys mean? Um, there are a lot of things that float out there about Roger. Personally, I think um, I think he's done a fairly decent job with a really, really tough situation. I don't think any other league has addressed all the issues he had, he's had to address um, as well as, as he has. Um, nobody's touched what it is that he's been able to, you know, kind of touch and address. I think a lot of people, just like you said, um, he works for the NFL. His managers, his bosses are the 32 owners. He doesn't work for the players. The players have an association that advocates for them. Um, and if he, if there's something he's doing wrong, of course, the players association is supposed to speak and advocate on behalf of the players. But he works for the owners. Um, that's what the commissioner does. So, I mean, I think from that standpoint, I think he's done a pretty decent job of working with the players in order to be able to, you know, advocate and do the things that they want to do, initiatives and everything that they want to run. But he's also responsible for making sure that the bottom line grows and that the top line revenue grows as well. Mm -hmm. That's his mandate. And players should be understanding of that as well because they get such a large amount of the top line and bottom line revenue. Really top line because they're an expense. So top line revenue. They get almost, I think it's well over like 51% of the proceeds. And correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm, if I'm incorrect, I'm incorrect. It is what it is. They get a large amount. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's got to be responsible for making sure that what's in the seats and people are watching on TV or on their phones or whatever devices. So I think he's done a pretty decent job. If you look at the numbers, um, <clears throat> there was a dip in you know, viewership. Mm-hmm. And that's gone. They're growing again. So um, I think hats off to the players and to, you know, Roger Goodell for kind of making sure that they can, you know, mitigate whatever losses it is that they have the best way possible. So what do y'all, I mean, what do y'all think? Let's talk about specifics. I mean, in terms of, to your point of uh, viewership going back up, I think that was, I think that had everything to do with the product on the field. I agree. Um, Because I think that, Obviously, football is going in the direction of, and I, it's, it's an overused term, but I think it's going to the college-esque uh, style mm-hmm. of play. Uh, and I think that's what are, is drawing more people to the game. Um, outside of that, I think that we saw the dip because of, obviously, you know, the Colin Kaepernick's, the mm-hmm. every situation that's been happening. Absolutely. Um, and rightfully so. Yes. Uh but I just think that coming going forward, it needs to be a little bit more transparency. Um, in what regard? Just in terms of call a spade a spade. Like for example, with the whole collusion case, right? Like I mean, obviously some things can't be uh, spoken about because of just it's just legal matters. It's tied up in other. But like, uh, and I hate this speak on this man because he's not here with us anymore but uh the i believe it was the was i forgot his name texas owner he uh he had some choice words about that whole situation sure did we won't ever forget them (laughs) um 
and I don't think there was not necessarily repercussions to his to his statements. Um, but I don't think I thought it was a bit glazed over, and I think that the NFL as a whole should address situations like that. Like for example, when the NBA when uh Clippers owner the former owner uh can't think of his name off the top of my head Sterling Donald Sterling Donald Sterling um when that happened it was like oh wait a minute you know what I mean like all right guys we got to get ahead of this we got to talk about it we got to make sure that whatever transpired in this doesn't happen again and if it's from the fans perspective that's not who we are as a league right that's the sentiment that you want to give um and to me I don't think the NFL has exactly done that um I think I think I think that's a fair assessment on that particular case I do agree um yeah, I just think that that's 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 a big thing that needs to happen as far as in the NFL. Outside of that, I'm not really, I'm not really anti Roger. I just I'm not. I feel like his his decisions aren't. It's more so the owners, in my opinion. There you go. I, I'm I'm. I think the the owners have a lot more, and obviously because they're the money guys. But they go. just now have, we talk. Now yeah, we talk. Yeah, they just have so much control, and then that group is so click tight. It's it's just a mess. That's why I said what I said. I think Roger Goodell's been doing a pretty good job, but we have to remember remember that he's an employee. Right. The people who run the NFL are the thirty two owners. They're the ones that had the money. They're the ones who signed the checks, including Roger Goodell's. He has a contract that was just recently negotiated and approved. Mm-hmm. By the 32 owners, if anybody should be getting the majority of, you know, whatever outcry, whatever negativity, it should be the 32 owners together, not necessarily Roger Goodell. He gets paid to be pretty much the figurehead of the league, but he is an employee of the 32 owners. So he works for them. I wish I was an employee with a jet. Hey, man. Me too, man. man. And that's on his lifetime, bro. When he retires, he gets to keep that moment. I mean, hey, hey. It is what it is, man. I ain't mad at him. For the the amount of, you know, turmoil he's had to endure and pretty much speaking on behalf of these guys, I would want a jet too. I don't want 30 plus million. Look, I got to be the one to take all this discourse. What 32 owners, which one of those guys get booed every time they come to the mic? None of them. We don't even know who half of them are. Most, the average fan does not know who the owner of the Arizona Cardinals is. Yeah. Don't have a clue. But you know who Roger Dell is. I want thirty two million too. And I want a check. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause y'all got me out here getting booed. I need more than that. Exactly. Y'all got me out here being booed. Y'all know I ain't making these decisions, man. It's collateral. <laughs> I need my check. Cause I'm getting out of here as soon as I retire, man. I, I feel them. I understand. Do we uh I hate the owners, but uh, this this mm. Well, I mean speak like the, like tell me tell me why you feel the way you do about Roger Dell. Like I really wanna understand. Because it may be something I don't know, I'm open minded on it. Right. It's it's not it's not so much on Raj himself. Just because I know, just like we said, it's not it's not him for the most part. It's the owners, and he has to. He's put he like he's he's in a very tough spot. I get that. These owners, they're dickheads. They don't care. They're rich. They don't have to care. It's just that one. I know he speaks for the owners, but he puts his foot in his mouth 
so many times just with like the stuff that he says and when and how he says these things. It's like on either small things or like larger things. It's like in one, it it gets me too because most of these statements are not his own statements. They prepare his statements and he still finds ways to put his foot in his mouth. Like he just says dumb stuff. He lies. To give me an example. Like this whole Saints thing most recently when he said he talked to players, he talked to blah, blah, blah. He talked to this, he talked to that. And then you got players come out the same day. He ain't never talked to us. He ain't never say a word to us. And see, stuff like that, you can't put on the owners because I ain't got nothing to do with them. And it's like, he he don't have, he, he don't have to say like the things like that. And then you change leagues, of course. Silver. I love Adam Silver. He's wow. he's he's more proactive, which of In course he has more freedom to do what he wants to do. And like he just does the right things at the right times. Like he lets what? his players well of course it's it, it's it's hard to just like jump from one to one just because of the whole owner thing and all that, but it's just like his light is just so much cleaner then Rogers just off of stuff that stuff that he says and how he's how he says the things that he does say, the choices he makes, just like the small things, like um he the All Star game, Wade and Dirt added them, just like all right, cool, like just the small stuff like that, and all the fans love it. He gets he gets like. All the praise just for something so small. He can make the small choices and the big choices. Just like when all of the... I forgot the guy's name and it's, it sounds horrible. But when prime time against the cops and Black Lives Matter movement, mm. the players got to wear the t-shirts. They got to speak out and he... Step back. He he was with his players. It's just like, you know what? He is he stands for more ethics. Is he? You sure? See, what's the difference? The, the difference here is wearing a shirt versus kneeling. And from my research, the NBA still has in their collective bargaining agreement that mm-hmm. players are not allowed to do what Colin Kaepernick did. And that has been in their collective bargaining agreement for well over a decade. You cannot kneel or do any sort of demonstration during both the American National Anthem or the Canadian National Anthem. Remember, we got Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. So a t-shirt is a great narrative. It's a great thing to allow the players to do. But they can't do what the NFL players have the ability to do under Roger Goodell. They can kneel. Rogers never leaves it. Y'all let me know. Rogers never come on and said they can't. There have been owners who could or who have. Philadelphia Eagles owner said it, for example, and then he retracted his statement. But, yeah, Jeffrey Lurie said, hey, man, I don't want y'all doing that. Not because necessarily, yeah, it's reasoning. I'm sure it, most of the time it had to do with money because you got fans. Mm-hmm. If it's a 70,000-seat stadium, they're not all black. Some of them are white. 
and we know they's kind of they're kind of split on how they feel about the whole situation. Some mm-hmm. of them are with us, some of them are not. But they're all paying, paying customers to the NBA and to the NFL. But you only have, <clears throat> excuse me, one league who outright bans any sort of protesting of the national anthem. It is not the NFL. It is the NBA. And to, to my knowledge, there has been no negotiation to change that rule. Now, of course, that came before Adam Silver, but he hasn't done anything to change it. I mean, a shirt is cool, but it's not a protest. But it's still a way. Just because, and then on top of that, could could these same players who can can kneel, could they have those same shirts on and not get fined? We don't know because they haven't tried. They left Kyle Kaepernick out to dry. There were only there were only what nine people who 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 kneel with Kyle, and we don't really know who they. Most of them did the shoulder thing. I'm gonna put my hand on your shoulder. We don't know what the NFL players would do because they didn't do it. We only have one player who's not playing right now. And that's Kyle Kaepernick. So we don't really know. All we know is that the NBA players decided to wear a shirt. We don't know that they would kneel because they haven't done it yet. It's against the rules so far. Nobody's tried. But in the NFL, we have one player who decided to kneel every single game. That player is not here. And part of the reason he's not here is because the NFL players left him out the dry. If it had been a prominent player, for example, somebody that they couldn't just toss out, like, for example, eh, Cam Newton. They can't toss Cam Newton out. He's I the best player on. No, they I wouldn't. To me, honestly, the only player they wouldn't toss out is Tom Brady. Okay, if, if, if Tom Brady and if Aaron Rodgers had done it, okay. then we'd be in a situation where maybe Colin would still be in the lead. But the players left him off the dry. But do you think that, because to your point, Tom's owner was very uh, instrumental in colluding to get to keep Colin out of the NFL. All 32 owners were, I guess. Well, except for I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to fully disclose. I'm a 49er fan. For sure. Yeah. So I'm going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. But our owner was more supportive of Colin and his efforts than any other owner in the league. I'm sure. Chip Kelly, who I still respect to this day, more supportive of Colin Kaepernick than any coach in this league. Under Chip Kelly, Colin, Colin, <laughs> Kyle Kaepernick was allowed to kneel. They supported him. The 49ers contributed to his cause to the tune of a million dollars. The initiatives that he began are still going on with the 49ers Foundation. And the 49ers have been philanthropic and have been instrumental in diversity for decades, since the days of Bill Walsh. So it hasn't been all the owners as far as this particular portion of the conversation goes, but as far as allowing him back into the league by reassigning him, I mean, all 32 owners got to eat that. I know I know a team in Santa Clara, California right now who lost their starting quarterback versus the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. We could have used them last year, and we didn't sign them. So we're not, we're not completely absolved as far as what we're talking about. But, I mean, we did a whole lot more for him than most other owners have. That's true. So to your point, you're right, Robert Kraft. He played a part in, you know, Colin Kaepernick not being in the league. But – to me, so did the players. There was no uni- there was no universal uh, response to him kneeling. They let that boy, excuse me, they let that young <laughs> man kneel by himself almost an entire season. There were three players total: Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed, Eli Harold, who went to UVA. Mm-hmm. Those were the three players 
Two of them kneeled with Colin Kaepernick for almost that entire season. But most of the NFL, the players decided to leave that man out to dry. So, me personally, owners got something to do with it. The players allowed it all to happen. Fans, I mean, we had we play a part in it. Some of us decided to protest. Some of us decided not to. Some of us decided to boycott and all that kind of stuff. But all of us play a part in that particular situation. I mean, nobody's hands are clean. Yeah. But, but but to your point, comparing Adam Silver to Roger Goodell, I don't see too much difference. I see one who has, you know, a better public perception. But to me, I see through all of that. And again, mm-hmm. it's because one league is allowed to kneel with no official, you know, sanction or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And one league is not. And that league is not the NFL. It's the NBA who has those hard rules. Yeah. They just more to 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 that point. They're they're uh, they market themselves better. Yeah, they 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 play rap music, and they let <laughs> yeah. and, they, and they let the players, you know, wear shirts and all that kind of stuff. To me, they they pander to black folk, and that's cool. I don't have a problem with that because I mean that's one of your biggest customers. Why wouldn't you want to make sure that your biggest customer is happy? But as far as them being, you know, more of uh, you know, more empathetic to the cause not more so than NFL, they've done things to their credit to be able to advance the cause publicly and as far as publicity is concerned. What 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 else have they done? Of course, they have NBA Cares. They have these philanthropic uh, you know, initiatives, but so do the NFL. The NFL created that initiative along with Malcolm Jenkins and Anquan Bolin. You have $90 million going towards initiatives all throughout the country, most of them in the 32 cities that NFL teams reside to be able to address issues within the black community and within, you know, minority communities. Please so, Yeah, so it's not like both leagues haven't done something to help advance the cause, but one league was under a whole lot more scrutiny from the opposition to what it is that we're trying to achieve than the other. Now, y'all guess as good as mine as far as why that is, but... If I'm an owner, if I'm a Roger Goodell, even if I'm a player, because the players thought about it too, they got to kind of think about their livelihood a little bit. Owners don't want to lose no money. Clearly, Roger Goodell didn't want to lose no money either, but neither did the players. How many of them knew? It was not a lot of them, yo. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to absolve Roger. I ain't saying he did a great job. He get an A+, but I don't think he did – as bad as a lot of people say he did. I, I think, think I, I think he mitigated think as well as possible given the situation, given the fact that we know he's an employee and not running things. He's the commissioner. He worked for the owners. So, I mean, that's my take on it. That's good. I'll tell you that. I, that's, that's the first time I've gotten that, like, viewpoint from it because, honestly, obvious, I mean, obviously, a lot of people hate Roger. A lot. So, that got me thinking. I mean, the the rule changes and stuff like that, I understand why people are upset about it, but what would y'all do if y'all were, again, commissioners? So, y'all are business owners, and y'all have 32 people y'all got to answer to and checks to write based on how well the NFL does financially. Let's be honest. It's a business. Mm -hmm. So, what would y'all do? Wouldn't y'all change the rules if y'all just had the players sue you? 
for a billion dollars because of concussions. So the game that we love, the game we played, that we came up with, were those that NFL that hit in the in A A L A A F L whatever that's what it is. I think it's A A F. We 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 missed those hits, but we have to understand that the players played played a part in those hits being gone. They decided to sue. Yeah. Now I don't know whether it was a money grab or not, but there are consequences that come with that. And if you're a business owner, one of the first things that you're responsible for doing is mitigating loss. And I can't be paying a billion dollars out of profitability in addition to the money that I'm paying current players and all the other expenses I got to pay. I have to mitigate that loss. Hmm. So pretty much what the players did by, by suing, they said, we need the game to change. So Roger had no choice. He had to change the game in order to prevent further litigation in the future from, from future players who decide to retire you got to do that. He's a business owner. Well, I'm sorry. He's a manager. Yeah. And, the, and the owners are telling him, yo, we just lost a billion dollars behind this. We got bad publicity. We got Will Smith acting in movies, and we got Bob Costas talking bad about We got to do something about this because we need to keep the revenue going. And everybody plays a part because if you look at the last CBA, the players just got a huge raise based on what they had before. So everybody plays a part and one to make sure that the NFL continues to grow. Part of the reason for the decline is not just Colin Kaepernick, but also what y'all was saying about the rule changes. Yeah. Nobody wants to see the watered-down football that we're seeing today. Or fewer people want to see it. But they just got a glimpse of it with that new league. And I thought it was great. And you got to protect your best assets. Uh, all the rules are tailored to protect the quarterback. Mm-hmm. They're the highest-paid guys. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, which, I which actually means guys who wear 12. <laughs> these Tom these are the facts. Those are the facts. Because I'm gonna tell you, yeah. Because I'm gonna tell you, Eric quarterback, Eric quarterback. Yeah, uh, uh, there we go. They don't care about Cam. Don't care about Cam. Care about Vic. Cam can get Cam, yeah as as hard as he want from 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 the knees to the shoulders to yeah, the it doesn't matter. Oh, it's his equilibrium. Like I can that agree. Style of play. That that mess. That's, <laughs> now I agree. I agree with you there. Twelve. But that has not been a. That's not a new problem. Yeah. That problem was going on under Tagliabue. It was. It's, it, that's not new, Paul. That's not a. That's not a Roger Goodell thing. But now you in a situation where again you got to please the fans, you got to please the owners, and you got to please the players who are telling us that I'm tired of getting fined, I'm tired of all this stuff, but it's partially their fault. And if they want to talk to anybody as opposed to talking to Roger Goodell, they got to talk to the dudes who sued. Their names are all over the internet. I mean, you got a list of guys who sued. They're the ones who changed the game. Because think about it. The NFL used to sell us the big hits. They had commercials mm-hmm. about the big hits. That was part of what kept people in the stands and watching the game. They, How much did they really even care about all this? I mean, of course, they want you to be healthy enough to play. Mm-hmm. But once you didn't play, I mean, <laughs> okay, I mean, they care, but not enough to give you lifetime health insurance and all this other jazz. Right. I mean, you could, you're supposed to save up in your check that you was getting for all them years, mm-hmm. according to NFL. But they had to change that mindset because you got to prevent future litigation. That's what business owners are tasked with doing. And if they're not doing that, then they're not a good business owner. A black folks saying they want to be business owners, you got to understand that mindset, even if you don't agree with it. I mean, that's part of running the business. So that's knowledge. That's where the term is business. 
It's business. It's not personal. <laughs> it's, 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 it's business. And I'm telling you, man, how much would that mindset change if you had black folks running the league? Hmm. I'm sure there are things that would change. For example, we talk about the protesting. But how much would that change? At the end of the day, number one goal is to earn revenue. And if anybody understands that, it's us, it's the players, it's the owners, everybody. So if your number one goal is to make more money than you did the year before, you kind of have to care about all of your fans. Unfortunately, even the racist ones, because they got dollars. Mm. And they want to see the game too. And it's unfortunate, and you don't want it to be that way. But what you going to do? Ask everybody who come in the state, hey, yo, you racist? Because everybody going to say no. <laughs> everybody going to say no. That's a fact, yeah. Everybody going to say no until it's time to find out for sure, until somebody take that knee. But it also depends on where you go. Because if you go to you go to uh, the right state, you'll get your one. Somebody gonna say they race. No, just, but yeah, man. You might be right about that. You might be right, but you go to the south. They go. They might say, "Heck yeah." Oh, listen, man. Hey, man, come on now. I'm not going to West Virginia, man. We ain't got no team out there. I ain't going out there, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. We uh, that's good discussion, though, fellas. Uh, seriously, was because I, I honestly never like seen. It from that point of view. Just trying to be objective. That's all. Yeah. I'm not saying that y'all are wrong. Again, Roger Dale don't get no A plus from me either. But I don't think he get no F. Um, Adam Silver don't. That. Adam Silver don't get no A. He don't get no F either. But again, remember, look up. I challenge you guys. Anybody listening, whoever, look up the occupation of these guys. Adam Silver is a lawyer. Roger Dale is a lawyer. These dudes are litigators for a living. That's the reason why they got the jobs that they got. So it's their job to do what they do. One is dealing with multiple issues at one time, juggling a lot of stuff. NBA ain't got to deal with none of the things the NFL got to deal with. That's about it. So, I mean, you know, uh, for me, you're not for my people because you play J. Cole in your commercials. <laughs> you're not for my people because you let the players, mostly African-American, mm-hmm. wear some shirts. If you're really for my people, then you'll address your collective bargaining agreement, which outlaws any sort of protest during the national anthem in America and Canada. So what you're telling your players is you want them to respect the American anthem and in other countries. How is that in any, in any way better than what Roger Goodell has done? He hasn't told anybody officially that they cannot kneel. Now, I know they had that rule come out or that proposed rule where guys who didn't want to stand for the anthem were in the locker room. That got, of course, about us. That was done away with. Mm-hmm. But I just don't understand how NBA is any better. You're not better because you're playing J. Cole because I can play J. Cole for myself, you know? <laughs> to me, you're opportunist. You know J. Cole is hot in these Definitely. streets, one of the bestest that's doing it right now. So you put him out there. But that's that's pandering. That's not really being for my people, in my opinion. You pandering to my to, to your base, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, but man. I don't think that's any better than what Roger been doing. Well, I'm glad you brought up the NBA, man, because we've had a full week of the NBA. Uh, oh, yeah. 
they took over the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> I mean, something. <laughs> I mean, listen. I thought it was a great game, man. Oh, no, it was. <laughs> I mean, I love yeah, it. Yeah. It, it was for true football fans who don't care about seeing the score be 90 to 40 or <laughs> some, some, some wild, like, high-scoring, no-defense game. Like, I, like I'm, I'm perfectly fine with how it was played. It's just the average consumer is like, ah, oh, it's boring, it's slow. I'm just more shocked that New England, no, I ain't even going to say so much New England. It's just the Rams couldn't do anything offensively. I love this. Sean McVay, I, and, I I told, and I told Chip this, I said, Sean will find a way to overthink this game, his scheme, his game plan, and it will blow up in his face. Shout out to uh, Tuan Johnson and uh, Sam oh, Lundy. The uh, Rams are not good. Just want to let y'all know that. <laughs> well, yeah, man. The uh, the NBA have had a lot of trades. Um, what was your What was your favorite trade at the deadline? I don't know because I don't know who played for who. My favorite trade is the trade that didn't go down. Good job, Magic Johnson. You got to stick to your guns. Yeah. Magic, I was a little bit disappointed in him. Um, after talking to my mentor, um, I was a little bit disappointed in him because I felt like he – Forgot who he was and who he worked for. Mm-hmm. You are dealing with the New Orleans Pelicans, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> you mean to tell me you get you let these dudes mortgage you for all your best players and two players who are not on the team right now be a first round two first round track and the whole and our entire starting five, sir. Let's they don't have something. any leverage. Anthony Davis did him a square. Mm-hmm. Multiple. Anthony Davis came out and said, "Look, man." I want to go to the Lakers, pretty much. Multiple. If you trade me anywhere else, I'm not going to sign a long-term deal. That gives any other team zero leverage to want to do business with you if you're the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much says your only trade partner is the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Magic Johnson, I'm going to lowball you. because Number one, because I'm Magic Johnson, I work for the Lakers. And number two, because you don't have any leverage. No other player, no other team is going to come out and trade for somebody that they're essentially renting. So why are you offering these people all of this stuff? And then they make you look back. Yo, if I'm Magic, when I see Dale Dips, yo, we thumb wrestling. We thumb wrestling, dog. We thumb wrestling, dog. For real. We we having I have I have a problem with that because you're making me look stupid in front of all these daggone people. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Lonzo, Ingram, Rondo. What's up, Ronnie J? What's up, man? Ingram. I mean, come, come on, man. Kuzma, Anthony Davis. Countered everything New Orleans came with Los Angeles with. Yes, man. He he he's like magic. I'm with you. Speak on the king. Speak on the king. I'm with you. I'm about to get on the organ like church, man. What 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 made me so mad was that last offer. Mm, The the last. I'm like magic. You like Anthony Davis is returning the leverage to you every time that they try to take it. You, Lonzo, Rondo. Kuz, Zuby, and two first round picks. That's the whole kit and That's everybody. If 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 I had a guy that saw that email or fax, whatever that fax. that said, and that was the offer, it better be an email in twenty nineteen. <laughs> I would have been. I'd have been like, you know what? Text message. Like, you know what, guys? Let's just stop talking to Dale for a little while because I'm sorry. It's no way, no way that you're doing that. Because not only are you gutting your entire roster, but do you do we 
not realize how talented every person we just named is? <laughs> They're building blocks. I'm not. Yo, if I'm Magic, I would have lowballed the guy. He has no leverage. And the crazy part is that same week, you start hearing Max Kellerman, all them talk about Lonzo or Bus. Oh, yeah. Start yeah. talking about Kuz is, yeah, he's oh, yeah. okay. Doesn't play any defense, just a score. Rondo, uh, you kind of don't want him on your team. And I'm just like, wait a minute. These guys, he's a champion, first of all. I want Rondo on my team all day, every day. Like, I need a goon on my squad. I'm like, did you see what he did to Dame last year in the playoffs? Speak on it. Yeah. Speak on it. Yeah. And you don't want? Yeah, Come on. Did you see what he did to the Celtics with the Bulls? That what? <laughs> yeah. We had nothing. It was, it was That was Rondo and D-Wade, one. We are We, we could have... Look, man. <laughs> hey, man. Sw- uh, no, nah, speaking on the Bulls, man. Speak, let's speak no, on your Bulls. Speak no, on your Bulls. <laughs> no, no. Ski mask. Uh, bro. Speak on your Bulls, man. Got, got Jabari out of there. Bro. Whoever works the front office for the Washington Wizards deserves Ski Mask of the Year nominee. Why bro. is that? You don't like Otto Porter, man? It ain't even the fact that I don't like Otto. Otto's decent. I take him on my team. He is a great piece. Yeah, he's nice. Great little, piece. Nice little great piece. Mm-hmm. A great piece who has been hurt all year. A great <coughs> piece who is having, also because he was hurt, having his worst statistical year since he's been in the league. The only piece the Bulls really wanted to move and they kind of had to was Bard. I take that. I, deep down, I feel strongly that we could have pulled off Otto Porter for Parker and like a draft pick, a second rounder, a point guard because we have a million of them. (laughs) You give up Bobby Portis, who's playing very well, as well as Barry for Otto Porter. Then, first off, the horrible contract of Otto Porter. Yeah, his contract. Is then, the same day or the next day, don't quote me on it, don't know, they go out on that limb to say, we want Otto Porter long term. With what? I mean, he's a good piece. He is a piece. We don't have the other pieces for that piece. He he got lowered on top. Chris Dunn, Zach, come on, man, you got, you got hey, some Zach is Zach is balling. Chris Dunn can go, <laughs> but Zach a beast though. I like. I I'm all for Zach. They even talked about trading him prior. Look now, look. <laughs> For anybody we could have got for any contract we could have unloaded. We wouldn't get L- Lopez's horrible contract off of us because we decided to keep him instead of actively shopping him. Which somebody could have used him. Teams wanted him. I heard Golden State wanted him. Teams like that. we decided <laughs> to hold on to him. He doesn't play. That's crazy. He does not play. He's getting paid a lot, right? Yes. Yet, everybody league getting paid a lot. Bobby Portis, Bobby yeah. Portis, which are good and bad, uh-huh. and Jabari Parker. 
okay, man. It's gonna be for all right. Auto it's gonna be alright, man. The Bulls. And now we sign long term. We we want auto port a long term when we don't have any other piece that we are secure with and want to move forward with. Because they that. talked mm-hmm. about trading literally every single person who starts on that team at some point, except probably Lori, which I take that. I like Lori. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I was happy we drafted him. But anyways, why am I talking about the Bulls? I'm not a Bulls. I'm a Nets fan for the rest of the year. <laughs> Nets, hey, come on, man. I'm a Nets fan for the rest of the year, so, I mean, can't relate. Uh, I personally think the Sixers got a lot better. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, Tobias yes. killed us on Sunday. Yes, he did. Oh, my goodness, um, man. They're not going to the, I mean, win the finals, but, I mean, they're probably going to go to the championship. Yeah. I, I, they got the most complete team in the East. They, not even close. They have length. They have athleticism. And with JJ on the floor, with those four guys, the floor is is, is wide open because it's, it's no oh we gonna double because if you sell out for Embiid, good luck. <laughs> I mean because obviously he's a great player. By the way, I think if if it wasn't for what James Harden and what PG is doing right now and Giannis. We gotta talk about Joel and me. Nobody's talking about him. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah. that's, that's I don't. I don't. I don't. I, he, he, I don't. I don't. He's Lord Voldemort to me. I don't know oh. why that guy. <laughs> I forgot. He yeah. who shall not be named. He's not good. <laughs> he's not good. Not I forgot, named. man. I he's forgot. not good, man. Listen. I don't like him. I don't care if he scores eighty-two points. <laughs> Goaltender. Somebody. <laughs> somebody. It was offensive foul. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what I'm gonna say. It's, I don't like him. I don't think he's good. You don't want to play for the Lakers? I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, we, man. We talk about that all the time. Man. Straight up, man. Because if he was on this team, whoa. Uh, if he was on LA, we would be fine. <laughs> he, he, he but he, but he don't want to be great. He don't want to win no championship. <laughs> and, he don't want to be great. And see, it kills me because I've been saying this for a long time. It sounds weird because most players say, most players, most fans would say like, huh? Paul George is a piece. He's 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 a he's an extremely talented piece, but see, he's a piece because Paul George does not have to be your primary scorer, your primary ball handler. He can play off of a star, which was LeBron needs three and D. Pause. <laughs> okay, <laughs> got you. Hollis Springs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? Who is better at that and who can play off of a primary ball handler, primary playmaker than Paul George? Yeah, I mean, it was a it's perfect the perfect piece. And he's a – he can shoot. He can take you off the dribble. He can strap. Mm-hmm. I'm anyway. But why, why, why did you not want to go to the Lakers? You're from L.A. You get to play with LeBron. You have an opportunity to win a championship. You're not going to win a championship – in Oklahoma City. And he said he wanted to go to Los Angeles for like the last four or five years. Loki yeah, proud about it. Like, <laughs> like, like for real, yo, if I'm Magic, I'm not friends with anybody in the NBA. Like I'm taking no prisoners because half of the people in the league, more than half, don't even like the Lakers. So because they don't like the Lakers, they don't like Magic. I'm not trying to help because y'all not trying to help me. Yo, if I'm, if I'm Magic, I'm not playing with y'all no more. If I'm especially with like yo, I'm still mad about that. This whole Dell Dem situation, dude. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you why are you trying to elevate this man's career? He's already general manager. He can't you can't get any higher than that. Magic, why are you trying to help this guy? 
yo, I would have lowballed him. I would. I'm gonna give you From Kuzma and Ingram. That's who I'm gonna get in a draft pick, and I would have taken a player away every week <laughs> yeah. because I don't have time to play games with you, dude. Yeah. You and I both know you have no leverage. Zero. You have no leverage. The fact that I'm giving you these two guys who can score the basketball, you should be happy with me right now. Yeah. There are two first round picks, and I'm giving you, and I would give you another. I would give you another first. That's more than enough for what it is that you're getting. Well, the, for for what you're what you're losing, and it's way more production than Wesley Johnson. Exactly. Not to mention the fact that, you, bro, he doesn't want to be there anymore. He's taking away all of the other options. Like he served up on the platter, yo. And even with this leverage, Dale Demp start he had, he still hurt himself. Okay, you don't talk with Los Angeles. The only teams who were spoke of outside of that, Celtics, the Nets or some shit, in like, no, 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 not the Nets. The Celtics, the Bucks, and maybe the Toronto in the Knicks. Who of those four, who of those four teams has pieces that would be comparable to Anthony Davis? Maybe the Celtics. The Knicks had it. <laughs> they had a decent draw, but not. They would have took that deal. <laughs> Look though, okay, so I'm. Excuse me. I am the only team who has the pieces to. Pull something off. Celtics. I'm lowballing you from the jump right there. I'm not. Oh, uh, damn. See, at first we was talking about Brown and Tatum. <laughs> nah, Brown, Brown staying. Y'all can have, um, yeah, Marcus. <laughs> Robert Williams if you want. <laughs> yeah. Because either way, you have to keep Anthony Davis, who does not want to be there, who has stated he does not want to. To be there. I mean, he gave and, seven years. And you can still possibly lose him for nothing. While Los Angeles offered the whole kitten caboodle. The kitten caboodle. And two first round picks. Yeah. A starting five and two first round picks. And I mean, you on, still man. think that you. You're not getting nah, a better deal. No, nah, I don't have to. No. Nah. I'm waiting for yeah. Boston, who now has comparable leverage. He's not yeah. waiting on anybody. Let's be honest with ourselves. I'm, 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 I'm gonna make y'all think on this one, fellas. Like, yo, Dell Dips did this because of Greg Popovich. Dell Dips used to work for the Spurs. Pop called Dell Dips and pretty much told him, "Look, do not cave to the Lakers. You gotta do this for the small market teams. <laughs> you can't, right. you can't cave to the Lakers. You gotta hold it down for the small market teams." Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a word out to y'all, and y'all tell me what y'all think. Based on what I just said. Collusion. Hmm. Oh, How that. is this not collusion, yo? We're getting it. Now, now, they find Anthony Davis for demanding a trade openly, which I don't understand why you can't do that. That doesn't even make sense to me. But they find this young man for publicly stating what it is that he wanted to do, which he should have the right to do as an, as an NBA player. But executives and coaches... High-ranking officials mm-hmm. and t- can talk back and forth about who they will or will not sign. NFL. What's the mm. difference? Mm. So again, we're talking about two leagues, one of which is supposed to be so so culturally accepting, versus the NFL. What is the difference? Yo, the same for some teams. The same NFL owner here is also an NBA owner. 
Yeah. Look up true. the look up the Paul Allen family. Yeah. His family, his estate, Iris of Soul. Y'all, they own the Trailblazers. The, the leagues are not different, y'all. We gotta stop. Let me make sure I be funny. <laughs> Let me make sure I'm. We have to make sure that we're aware of tactics. We have to make sure that we can discern between pandering and true support. Mm-hmm. And I just really don't see a huge difference between the NBA and the NFL. If that's not collusion, I don't know what is. Oh, it is. If okay. it's against the law, if y'all telling me that it's that it's wrong, then it's got to be wrong across the board. Collusion is collusion. You cannot call one coach, call a general manager of another team, and tell him not to do a deal with somebody else. You can't do. Is that not the same thing they did with Mr. Kaepernick? Kaep- it's the same principle, yo. Yeah. Yeah, and so you and so you're gonna screw Magic and Anthony Davis so that you can protect the interests of a small market teams. Have the Spurs not won five championships under Popovich? Did it matter that you were a small market team then? Nope. Come on, y'all. Like I mean, at the end of the day, you're penalizing the Lakers for what? Because you can't beat them. They haven't gone to the playoffs in like <laughs> six years. Yo, we've been wait. We've been patient. Doggone it. Lakers fans have been patient. <laughs> we have been very patient. Don't tell me. Hey. Meanwhile, the Spurs would have missed the playoffs in like 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. And they drafted all their stars. Exactly. So you're not going to sit here and tell me that y'all starving the small market squad. You're not. When you talk about Anthony Davis, I would want to leave too. I've been there for seven years. Yeah. Y'all, my best team, you traded away Cousins, you traded away Rondo. And you want me to stay and play with who? All I have is Drew Holiday. Did you not see them on TV a few nights ago? Oh, oh yeah. guys, so let's not act like they don't have Etwan Moore. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. We got to stop this. Man. Let's not <laughs> act like Etwan Moore is not there. Hey, man, look. We we all know the, Come on, the fate of the, the Pelicans. We know that going on. Come on. So, Come on. so if I'm if I'm, if I'm Dale Demps, how can I look Anthony Davis in the eye and say, I'm going to do or I'm doing all I can to assemble the best team possible around you. When my best, uh, my next best player is Drew Holiday, who is a good player in his own right. They're not going to win 50-plus games with this roster. That's what it's going to take to get to the playoffs in the West. Mm-hmm. They're not. So if you're not going to assemble the team around me, I want to go somewhere else. I'm speaking of Anthony Davis. I want to go somewhere where I can win. I want to win a championship. Y'all also trying to screw me out of my doggone money. Yep. Unless I sign with... This small team here, I can't go to the Lakers. I'm going to lose 50 to $80 million. That's outrageous, man. All he wants is a trade so he can keep the money that he's supposed to have because you're, you've, give, you've, you've had seven years to assemble a team and you haven't done it. Yeah. Period. Yeah, there's, there's a salary cap. There's NFL, I'm sorry, NBA revenue sharing. Like, what else is it? that small market teams need to better compete with large market teams. GMs who know what the hell they do. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's nothing else that could be done. They let Boog sign a four, $5 million contract. Yeah. Yeah, man. Ain't want to pay him because he got hurt. Playing for you. Exactly. And then you let him go. To you let him go. Yeah, man. They didn't. But, but, but you want Anthony that. Davis to stay when you let the two – like, there is no reason why small market teams – if you if you want to be mad at the Lakers for being the Lakers, 
you institute revenue sharing, which is already here. So you're paying your bills with somebody. This is nothing but a microcosm of the American economy. Like you have the large, the larger market teams, which is rich folk, mm-hmm. helping to pay your bills, and you're still mad at them because they want to get better. The like, you already have revenue sharing in the NBA. You got mm-hmm. it in the NFL too. So they're helping you pay your daggone bills. I mean, yep. the Lakers are charging thousands of dollars to watch them play. They owe the fans a winning product. Again, it's business. I can't put trash on the court and continue to charge the prices that I'm charging to help you pay your bills down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So I understand <clears throat> you have to have a competitive league where more than one team has an opportunity to compete for a championship. I understand that. But there has to be some balance between the two. What else do you want the Lakers to do? They're helping everybody pay their bills. I mean, they they have a chance, they have a right to compete for a title too, right? Again, they've been trash. For, we've been patient. They've been trash for like seven <laughs> years, y'all. And we've been very patient. That if you ain't won a championship in this seven years, like one, two, three, four, that's it. And now it's our turn to get back and get, get funky again. Come on, man. I feel you, man. That's look. Listen, I ain't got one since '98. Come on now, <laughs> and Chicago is a large market team. So I mean, what's up? I mean, what's good? Yeah, Again, back. the San Antonio Spurs have not missed the playoffs in like twenty plus years. What is wrong with the NBA? There's nothing wrong. Yeah. There's parity in the league, but it's not the Lakers' fault that Dale Demps can't get it together. Mm-hmm. It's not the Lakers' fault that the the Nets can't get it together. It's not the the. I can't. The Lakers' fault <laughs> that the Orlando Magic. I mean, that's not on the Lakers, yo. Yeah, and I mean, you, I, and I hate to do this because it's always a. This the only reason why this was an issue, is because obviously, like you said, it's the Lakers. Yeah, and it's because of who the Lakers' star player is. In the stigma, this just calls for, and who he's represented by, because they're all represented by the same person. And Rich Paul does a great job. I mean, it's just amazing honest. job. Rich Paul does a great right. job. Shout out to Rich Paul. <laughs> I mean, he does an amazing job. And because, in my opinion, these deals are always about putting butts in the seats at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, because, obviously, like we saw last year, was it last year when Kyrie was moved? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, and then with that deal, because uh, they, they, last year, the first game of the season, they played OKC. And they had... That uh, first move they, when they had got Paul George and Carmelo. That was the first game, of, the first game of the season. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, like uh, at the trade deadline this year, uh, the Sixers, uh, they got Tobias Harris. Who did they play as soon as they uh, came out of the trade, uh, trade deadline? You know what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm. <laughs> it happens all the time. It's like this is not anything new. The Knicks played the Mavericks as soon as the trade deadline was over. Like... Come on, guys! Like this isn't something that's that's just so far fetched. The the league knows exactly what it's doing. It the, the players know exactly. And why is that? Because it's collusion going on. <laughs> hey, man, you heard it here first. Man. You heard it here first. Right. We already knew it, but we for whatever reason we be giving people a pass. I'm not giving nobody a pass. If we're talking about collusion, we need to talk about it across the leagues. They 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 all do it. It's hard to regulate it, but we need to acknowledge that it's going on. Yeah. And if the if at least don't find Anthony Davis. Why did you have to find him? Especially seeing this how, like, once again, he has nothing. Popovich, 
has nothing to do with what's going on in New Orleans. He works for the Spurs. Mm-hmm. In fact, they're in the West. You should be happy that they're not as good as they once were. So that your team, who is also not as good as it once was, can get to the playoffs. Yeah. You called Dale Demps, who used to work for the Spurs, and told him not to do business? Yo, this is ridiculous. Yo, again, Magic, you are president of the Los Angeles Lakers. Yo, you got to be a dick near everybody else. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, for, 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 the, for, the, for the young children and mothers and people, I do not want to offend anybody. But let's be honest. You work for the Lakers, bro. And you I'm not Johnson. caping. I'm not capping. I'm not doing. I'm not. Cap- what is it? Capping or caping? I'm, I'm not capping. I'm a little older. I'm so amazed. I'm not capping for none of these other teams, yo. Because they they want to see you. They want to see your downfall anyway. And see, the crazy part is we ain't even talking about the biggest example of. I ain't even gonna call it collusion, just because they ain't care about it. Because you had one helping another one to you know. And the player got screwed. It's the same thing. Let's talk about James Jones and what he does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Educate me. What does he do? James Jones. Who does he work for? He's the general. The general is he now? Yeah. And, and, You're and right about that. Tyson I remember Jones. that. Okay, okay, Tyson. Okay, Tyson. Los Angeles needs a big. Bad. Yeah, we just starting the season off. We got Zuby. We got Wagner. You know, he's hurt. We got... um. Yeah, that's all we got. We got so, McGee. Uh, we got McGee. We, 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 McGee. We, we did. We did get him. But it's like, uh, we kind of still need more. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. Tyson Chandler's been been playing for, you know, Phoenix. You know, he he's not playing big minutes, but he's still playing, still still served a nice role. And, Look, y'all trash, and, and we need Tyson. Not, <laughs> not, not only that, we just got a young big who could learn from Tyson. Mm-hmm. I like Zubak. Look, shit. I'm glad I'm sad he's gone. Yo, James. Yo, it's good, bro. <laughs> Yo, like, what's Tyson hitting on right now? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean. Not a thing, want him? <laughs> yes, I do. Look, I mean, <laughs> shit, if you toss me like a bag of chips and a stick of gum, I got you. Like, I thought they just straight signed him. I thought they yeah, cut right. Tyson. They bought him. They randomly bought him out. Early in the season. Early I've in never the seen season. an early season buy like that. Ever. Early in the season. Just oh, okay. randomly. Okay, so y'all educate me. You're right. Randomly bought him out. And then he just happened to sign with Cleveland damn near that same hour. Yeah. I'm just like, hmm. Oh, yeah, with the Lakers. You're right. You're right. I'm I agree. like, hmm. James Jones and Brian, you know, history oh, yeah. linked. Yeah. Like, they definitely got on the phone for sure. I also thought it was funny that during the, the trade deadline, the report coming from LeVar and his camp about the whole Phoenix thing, I thought that was a little telling, too. I love LeVar. Hey, man, you know what? Respect <laughs> to y'all, <laughs> man, because I don't meet very many people nah. who like LeVar. What? I love LeVar, man. LeVar is my that dude on one. <laughs> yeah, yo, that's my guy, man. The people who hate him get lost in the trance of what he puts out. Yeah, don't but, listen to what he's saying. You got to look at what he's doing. Don't listen to what he's saying. Ex- look at what he's word doing. Word for word, exactly how I feel. Yeah. He gives them what they... He, 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 he said it himself. He gives them what they want. They want him to say his child can beat Bron or Jordan or he can beat Jordan. <laughs> and he gives them that. And it gives him everything he needs. His brand, let's be a thousand percent. The brand itself, 
the quality of the stuff that's being put in there is low. Like, it's terrible. It's not horrible. But, the, look. They all wear shoes. They See don't put. <laughs> they, they all wear shoes. Look, I'm just saying. They don't have to put that much into the brand. It sells itself. Nobody can tell me what 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 quality his shirts come in because they don't care. It's the same. It's the same they, Hanes that we buy. Just they these. don't care, <laughs> hey man. Come on now. Him yes. him speaking and him him doing all the wild stuff sells all of that. They don't care. Free publicity, man. You have people who have bought those five hundred dollar shoes. I bought them. I wish I could have. I bought them. <laughs> they're not that bad. They're not that bad. I'm sitting there like, they, they like it. of course he's going to give you exactly what you want. It sells his like brand. Them. It sells his family. It sells his sons. And he takes off at least 60% of all the pressure that his kids could get because he puts his face out there first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, put it on me. He that. don't care. He don't care what nobody. He went on talk shows. But because because of his publicity, he's been able to secure opportunity for his family. And that's what it's all about. I exactly. thought in the black community that's what we wanted. They can't see that. Let's 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 be honest with ourselves. I hate to generalize but I'm about to. And please forgive me if I offend anybody. It happens. They are not let me be more specific. The <laughs> media oftentimes does not put a black father on the T V if he's saying everything right. No. It's not gonna happen. They don't want to he has to say something that's going to rile people up in order to get the publicity that he's gotten. He never would have got the ESPNs. He never would have got his league overseas if he wasn't doing the things. That he, yo, and let me just speak on this as well. His acclaim helped him get his son out of possible prison in China. Yeah. And let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah. Racism don't just exist in America. Black man is not loved in Asia either. Mm-hmm. So this man, this young man, was about to go to prison in China, ladies and gentlemen. He was able to secure his son's release. No record. If that's not an accomplishment, I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah, he beat the case. That man is to be respected. <laughs> He's respect he can he can have he can have a cup of joe in my house. Straight up. <laughs> I'd be happy to man, you let me tell you something. I, I can't really cook, but I'll order you something. Straight up, the, the man, the man is brilliant, and if anybody should be applauding him, it should be us. But we always, you know, we like to. I, I understand it. I understand it. I get it. You want to hold people to a high standard. If anybody understands, respects that, it's me. But what has he done? What rule has he broken? What law has he broken? He's too smart. All he's too done. He's too smart. Cre- all he's done is create an opportunity for his sons to eat for the rest of their lives. Yep. To cre- all he's done is create an opportunity for his sons to compete. Bouncing the ball for however long they want to do it. Right. And if they don't want to do it in college or if they can't do it in the NBA, they can play in his own league. Now, what else has he done? The NCAA ain't care about these athletes until now. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, now you can transfer. None of these things were happening before, LeVar. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you know, you, you got players who have, oh, they got a little bit of power now. Well, now you can decide where you want to play a little bit now. I was, I, I was getting ready to go to my next point. I'm glad Yo, dude, I'm up. telling you, man, LeVar is changing the game. We have to do more to respect and support the man. If you can't, so if you can't, if you can't afford 
the shoes, you can buy the shirts, they 40 bucks. 40. If you can't afford 40, you can buy the socks, they $20. If That's you go good. to Walmart, they're the same price in there. And if you can pay, if you don't like the customer service, if you if you shop at Amazon, you'll wait seven weeks for an Amazon order. Mm-hmm. Why won't you wait seven weeks for a ball? Well, it's too expensive. It's the same socks. Mm-hmm. It's $20. But it's a, it's a mission behind that $20. We talk about how much we love black businesses all the time, but we don't give them the same respect that we would somewhere else where the service is bad. If you go to Burger King and you get bad service there and you go back, why wouldn't you do the same thing in the black? It's the same 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's the same seven weeks. Amazon don't need your help. Definitely Bezos, the wealthiest man in the world. Mm-hmm. But I know who is trying to launch a brand. I know who is trying to feed his son. I know who is out here trying to ball, man. Yeah. I don't. It is what it is. Good, like, he, like he's just a like he's literally a genius. That's my dude. He man. thinks so far past. Like this. Okay. His son went overseas and played pro. He did pretty well too. Daddy did. Then from pro prep school Hot for right free. Back in it. For free. My dad. Even if that boy wanted to play college ball, you know, the rules state once you are compensated for playing, you can't go to college, you can't do all of this. His son didn't get a dime in his name. Nope. Not from shoes. Which which they tried hard to fight him on that shoe thing. Mm-hmm. Not <coughs> on shoes. Not off playing in his league. Not off a pro contract. Not a dime. Left his options open. Let him How? Let's go to bar. man. Beast, man. I can guarantee you from every single parent I know who had a kid in this area who played sports... If they had the same opportunities, that kid would have got every dime in his name mm-hmm. and wouldn't be able to do nothing afterwards because they're not thinking that far ahead. That boy didn't get a dime in his name. Yeah. He has every option. He went from from high school to pro to a prep school, and he could go college or pro if... Options. He got options. And, and listen... I'm going to say this and we're going to go to the next topic. Listen, if, you know, he does decide to go the college route, you know, obviously you want to see him go play at the highest level against the highest level of competition. You want to see him go to those power schools. But if those schools choose to not let you in for whatever reason, because I'm and sure they, I'm sure they'll find a way. They won't. Let me tell you something, man. They won't. In my opinion, they want him to play. There will be schools who will let that boy play. You think so? Why? Because it's going to put butts in the seats. It's going to put butts in the seats. Man, LeVar sells, man. His son sells. And And he can play. He can ball now. Like, before they were saying he can't ball. Mm -hmm. The boy can play now. Mm -hmm. He can help you win. Man, coach is going to be out. He could literally go wherever he wanted to. And see, even if the big schools, for some strange reason, said no, you have every school who is trying to push themselves up into that class. Yes. Oh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wichita State, we'll take you. Because now <laughs> yeah. it doesn't even matter. You had the top player coming out of – I'm talking a couple years ago. Now, you had the top player coming out of high school, foreign. He played in Australia. You had him go to Louisiana State University mm-hmm. for basketball. Yeah. Name me a player who went to outside Shaq. Don't worry about it. You don't got to. Can't do it. I won't. I can't do it either. What what hurt him? He still got drafted number one. Yeah. Got all that money. When they knew he wasn't even going to play. Still went number one. So now, what's stopping any primetime player for just choosing any school that they want to? He, he went there because a friend of the family was the assistant coach. Oh, right. I do remember ben. that. I do remember that. Because a friend of the family was the assistant coach. This boy can play for Cal State Poly if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, Stay at home. And he could still go wherever he wanted to off that, just off of his name, his skill, and who he is. They don't care. Cal State Poly would have the largest attendance Absolutely. of any <laughs> California school. Absolutely. Like, he could literally literally go anywhere he wanted to. It does not matter. If he wants to play college ball, boom. But that's the thing. He don't even got to if he don't want to. If the predominantly white schools do not want him. That was, that's where I was going. He already, the ball family already has a relationship with HBCUs because a lot of the games that his league played were in HBCU gyms. Mm-hmm. Man. Especially, uh. Yo. Especially. Big state. Yeah, they, <coughs> they, wait a minute. They just came through. Wait a minute. They wait just minute, came through. Wait a minute. 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 They go where the town They would be in yeah. Petersburg, Virginia if they got them. Gotta be. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I'm just going to shout out Norfolk State real quick. <laughs> hey, man, let me say something Norfolk State. Hey, man, I'm just hey. saying, man, Park Avenue, man, 700 Park Avenue. Hey, LaVar. Hey, man, you know, just, you know, give us a, give us a chance, man. <laughs> give, us a, give us a chance. Give us a chance. I, I ain't the same. Don't bring him to ODU. He don't need to be there. Right <laughs> Take him somewhere else where he can thrive. Do not put him in that dump at ODU. Oh, man. Save out. yourself. Shout out ODU, man. No, they no shout out ODU. They love us recording the live. <laughs> they low key did. No, oh. Shout out to the guys, though. Speaking of uh, college foot, college sports, uh, let's shift gears a little hold bit. On, hold on, hold on. Oh, we okay. Well, we got hot No, 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 no. Just a random thing that came up the other day that I saw that that just hold on. We yes, yes, we did talk about pro basketball. This kind of dips the pro and con just because it blew my mind. Somebody please answer this question. Answer this question for me. Why? And I do mean why. The hell was LeBron James and Rajon Rondo in Charlottesville the other day? Ah, yes, to check out uh check out Zion. Bro. And the crew. Why? I mean, Charlotte's, they just, yo, Bron, you good, Rondo? <laughs> you, you, 
You trying to slide to Charlottesville real quick, boss? I mean, it's, it's not ideal. <laughs> Bro, ideal first trip. off, <laughs> why didn't I know? <laughs> that's, like, that's like an hour and two hours. Yeah. Hour and they, came, they came to see Zion. Yeah, you could have pulled up, man. <laughs> could have pulled up. And then, like, I'm low-key, like, upset. The, the even the the worst part about it is they need to show love to KCP because he was sitting right next to him. I ain't even <laughs> he was sitting right next Bro. to him. First <laughs> off, it seems like no one loves KCP right now, and it's bad, man. Everyone who knows me knows I've always rolled for KCP. That's my yeah. dog. Granted, granted, he might take the worst shots possible <laughs> at the worst moments, but hey, somebody gotta let it fly. Yeah. He ain't never scared to let it fly. Yeah, nah, shout out KCP, man. Shout out KCP, man. <laughs> but I'm just, bro, LeBron was in Charlottesville. Yeah, we could have could could hollered at him real quick, you know. Man. Talk to him about these trades and everything. Um, yeah. Also got to talk to him about uh, maybe Rich Paul kind of managing some of these uh, football players, too. Rich, talk to but, uh, well, that's That's another conversation for another day. Man. Um, because, hmm. uh, I think that's a market that they haven't tapped in yet. Um, it's coming. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, and that's going to be transformative. Um, college What's next, though? College football, the transfer portal. Um, a lot of guys have been moving around. Um, me personally, just throwing a few names out there. Obviously, you had Justin Fields, uh, star of the show, QB1. It's on Netflix. If you haven't seen that, check it out. Um, he was... Uh, Highly talented. I think he was the number one recruit. Mm-hmm. Um, he transferred to Ohio State uh, from Georgia. Tate Martell transferred from Ohio State to the University of Miami. Kelly Bryant obviously leaving Clemson. Just just guys, a lot of guys moving around. Um, I saw this article um, from this guy. His name is uh, Tom Mars. Um, he graduated top of his class of at University of Arkansas, Arkansas, uh, School of Law. Uh, He serves as director of the Arkansas State Police and spent seven years uh, as Walmart's general counsel for this. Um, He also is the lawyer who negotiated, if I believe, um, some of the immediate transfer uh, rules. I forget the exact term for it, but basically, uh, the player doesn't have to sit out mm-hmm. that uh, initial year. Um, and he just went on to talk about uh, how that transpired. Uh, I'll send you guys this article. I don't want to read all of this because it's extremely lengthy. Pause. Um, <laughs> so, uh, just to kind of talk about it a little bit, guys, how do y'all shout feel out about to the it? <laughs> shout out to the Springs. They did. Uh, speaking of that, they had 16 guys, I believe it was, signed uh, National Lesson Attempt mm-hmm. the other day. Shout out to them. Congratulations, fellas. Congratulations. Um, I'm, a little, I'm a little more partial to the guys that went to North State, but hey, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Nah, I feel you, man. Uh, how you how you feel about guys moving around? Are you guys against it at all? I mean, I'm not against them being able to. I'm against some of the reasons these guys are leaving now. Because now it's it's like the kids don't have to stay and actually like try to win a job. It's just like, oh, he can. All right, I'm gone. Because the only move that kind of blew me, not off of where he went, 
how he went is Tate Martell. Tate Martell, very skilled quarterback. Highly touted. I think he's just as skilled as Justin Fields. I I've seen some some practice of Fields, and it's like, yeah, he's good, but Tate Martell is just as good. And I think that Tate Martell could have beat him out. We never get to know. As soon as Fields said Ohio, he didn't have to say state. He swerved. <laughs> Granted, yeah. I like him at Miami. Yeah, they're going to be great, great move. Thing. I'm a Hokie fan, man. I don't I like that at all. He can't <laughs> win somewhere else. Man. Come on, man. Well, well, hey, man. I know why he does not like the, trade, the transfer portal because Tech was number two with guys who left. Oh, my yeah. God. Man, what's going on, man? Not as bad as Penn State. I, I know what's going on, but that's another conversation we'll have off air. Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm I'm all for these players not having to sit and be stuck in stuff like Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. He didn't, like, he stuck around. He, he started, he played, like, he just got pushed out, not because of skill, not because of talent, some other things. He went with the hot hand, essentially. The hot mm-hmm. hand at the time. I blame Jim Harbaugh, man. It's all Jim Harbaugh's fault, man. <laughs> what? Jim Harbaugh. Why is it Jim Harbaugh? Speak on Jimmy. Man, I'm, I'm partial on this one. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Um, those who know me know I'm a, I'm a huge Alex Smith fan. Yes. And yes. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, that hot hand mess is all, is all, is all Harbaugh's fault, man. You know, he sent my guy Alex and um, put put Colin Cabin again, and we proceeded to go to the Super Bowl and lose. And, um, yeah, I, I didn't like – I haven't not liked Harbaugh ever since. Before you say anything else, if Alex Smith plays, do y'all go to that Super Bowl? Yes, I think we do. We were in the NFC Championship the year before, and we lost to a very, very good Giants team. So, yes, I do believe that. The team was good. Mm-hmm. Um, the only good. thing I think that – Amazing Colin, defense. Amazing defense. Probably the best of that – Probably the best of that decade, I guess. But um, I, I'll tell you. To me, the only real element that Colin added was the ability to pick it up. But passing, I mean, he had a stronger arm than Alex. But I mean, did he complete more passes? No, nah, not really. Um, Alex won thirteen games the year before, and you know, playoff win against mm-hmm. the Saints. You know, he beat a really good Saints team. So honestly, yeah, I mean, I think that we would have gotten it done. That's fair. With, with Colin or with Alex. I mean, you know, going with the high hand and then the very next year, the same thing happened again. I mean, it's like, you know, that team was good. I'm not sure if the team was propelled any further because of Colin because we won 13 the year before. So, I don't know, man. But um, to, to get back to the original argument, I agree with both of y'all. Um, I think that y'all made great points. I'm happy to see the transfer portal. Oh, yeah. I'm happy. Shout out to LeVar Ball. Um, <laughs> because LeVar because started all this. I'm just saying. Loudmouth LeVar gave these opportunities to these young kids. And I understand what you're saying because we want to see the competition. But we got to remember why these kids are going to college to play football anyway. Oh, yeah. They're trying to get to the NFL. And they, they want to get to the NFL as quickly as they can so they can start making some money off of their, you know, athletic ability. They can get mm-hmm. hurt. They want to try to get to the league as quickly as they can while also securing a degree. That's right. Yes, a degree is secondary, moms and dads out there. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care what they tell you. It is what it is. It is secondary. I'm sorry. Right. I'm not saying I'm against education because I am, but it's overpriced anyway, and they were trying to get to the league. Yeah. So, 
Um, I'm all for it, man. You know, anything that comes out that's positive is going to have some negatives. You know, you, yeah, that's everything. If you save a whole lot of money, yeah, it's great. You got a lot of money, but there are a lot of things that you're not able to purchase because you're saving. So there's even the good decisions that you make that something. everybody, there's going to be something that's going to be negative that comes with. You got to give up something. Mm-hmm. So I agree with what you're saying as far as the competition is concerned, but guys have to get on the field as quickly as they can to show off their skill set to these fact. NFL scouts so they can try to get drafted. They're trying to make money like everybody else, and I'm not going to penalize them for that. Do I 100% think the players in the college should get paid? I'm definitely open to the, to the to continuing the conversation, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm definitely all for them having an opportunity to get on the field as quickly as they can and get to the league. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, all it does is shake up the, comp- the, the competition and the and the the skill set of these respective teams. Mm-hmm. Because people talk about, well, we want parity. There's no parity in daggone college football. If Alabama plays There's another not- national championship, I'm going to be mad. They're always in national championship. There's not yeah, any parity. So if mad. the third string running back <laughs> at Alabama can start at Virginia Tech, why haven't we got on the phone and said, hey, man. You want transfer? Because we just won six games last year. We trash. Collusion. Not Absolutely. <laughs> Collusion. Yep. Yep. I'm like, not only that, just on facts, the third string back for them, honestly, he's about to get possibly drafted in the first round, but that's, that's another true. story for them. I'm just saying, like, yo, come on. And if he had an opportunity to start another school, if he could have transferred another university, would he have gone top three, top five? Your NFL running backs are in vogue again, you know? Yeah. Shout out to number 21 in Dallas, Mr. Z. Z. Look, you're welcome. A great point that came up on the last cast when I was talking to Chip. For for some players, it's kind of hard to gauge this just because you won't be able to, but okay. Their third string back, he played this year. Not a lot, but he played. Mm -hmm. What? Boost him even more outside of these backs who did, like, play every single game. He's fresh. Yeah, durability. And still has the opportunity to possibly go first round, if not first round, still be the first back off the board. Granted, you can't gauge that. It's no possible way to gauge, oh, he, 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 he'll possibly get drafted early. He could be the first back, but... Like, he is going to be a steal for any single team who chooses to draft him just off the facts that he doesn't have the same wear and tear as every starting back. Like, love for um Stanford. Last year, he could have left, and he was probably, like, a top 15 type pick. Probably should have. He's probably kicking himself right now. Came back, ACL. I think it was A.C. Don't quote me on it. He got hurt. Yeah. Now, nobody's he's, even he's, talking about. He's a fourth you're, round. You're talking. You're still talking about a third string back. Could be the first one who goes. Yeah. And that's why I said like, it's I crazy. Said, man, guys got to get out as quickly as they can to begin being compensated for their skill set. Now, does that mean I'm not against the degrees? If it, if, no. if it's my son, my son is not coming home. He's going to stay in school in the summer. He's going to do his workouts and whatnot, but he's going to summer school. Because we're going to try to get that piece of paper, too, in two or three years if we can. Because you, you got to stay for at least three years. So we're going to try to get a piece of paper that from some school that say bachelor's degree on it with my son's name. But you playing football. You're going to do what you need to do in order to get to the league. If that means you got track. The goal is to be compensated for my skills. This is America. 
The gold is not, this is not for fun anymore. It's a business now. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, if I'm going to invest in my son, sharpening his skills, I expect a return on that investment. And my son probably will too if he likes the game enough. That's I mean, come on, man. We don't owe these schools nothing. <laughs> right. These kids sign letters of intent for the universities to be able to accumulate revenue off of that skill set. And in exchange for that, you have an all-expenses-paid, hopefully, all-expenses-paid education. Okay, if you're not going to pay, pay the player, fine. Let them transfer so they can get on the field at least. Let them yeah. do whatever they Let them play. Mm-hmm. This is what they're trying to do. As long mm-hmm. as they qualify, as long as they're in school doing what they're supposed to do, yo, let them transfer and play. Mm-hmm. Let them play because mm-hmm. they, they're, they're trying to earn some money off of their skills. A lot of these guys are coming from situations where they don't have. They're trying to feed themselves and their family off of the skill set that they feel is the best one to give them what they're looking for. And a lot of times these talented guys, they're right. Kelly Bryant can play NFL quarterback. I mean, it can't be no worse than the trash we got to see every Sunday. I mean, come on, man. He can play. He, he has the skill set to play. I mean, why can't these guys transfer? If you're not going to pay them, which I understand the argument for and against, same, Let them transfer. Same. Let them transfer then, man. Because it's the whole college athletes get paid. Like, it it sounds great. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot more that comes up with that that makes it so difficult. Mm-hmm. I've wrote papers on this in college. I've yep. done the research. It's just like, if it could happen cleanly, good. The problem Probably is, won't. it can't. Like, like now, now it can't. Gonna be hard to regulate. Gonna be hard to control. Mm -hmm. Because somebody in some sport is going to be mad at what someone else is getting. And hard to even officiate it. Trying to split that with sports that actually bring in revenue, and those who don't, you you're gonna have somebody crying about it. You're gonna have your men's badminton team bad because hey the 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 four string quarterback gets paid one hundred thousand dollars my star player gets five hundred and it's also gonna be an issue just because the 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 lesser revenue generating sports speak on it those athletes don't look like us so that's it's also, that's why it's also going to be that that, that, that definitely is going to play some in it. But I mean, you also got to think about the different schools and the different revenues that these schools are bringing in. Come on, man! Alabama and these SEC schools versus if there's all Division One. If we speaking honest, North State is Division One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Division mm-hmm. One, Division Two over there. Wow. Division One. Wow. So with that being said, I, even though. <laughs> Here we go. Technically, <laughs> we came from Virginia Union, not Virginia State. Anyway, childs, man. Come on, we gotta grow up, man. But nah, man, for real, yo. How are you supposed to compete? You even got a division division one schools that don't have tons of money. I mean, Virginia Tech, one of the largest schools in the state, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily a revenue generating program from the standpoint of earning profit every year. They so pretty much they, make enough to pay the bills. Like I said, last year I think they even lost. Exactly. <laughs> and that's and that's a 66,000 seat stadium out there. Lane Stadium is pretty big. So you mean to tell me they, and they, they sell out every year? The, I was going to say a rabid fan. Yeah, they sell out every year. So what's the problem? Like, where do you get the funds from? Because every school ain't making profit off of these athletic programs. 
And I can understand the rationale behind it. They're not supposed to be for profit. It's supposed right. to be a non-profit organization. Right. So if you're making the money, you should be investing and spending it somewhere. And I'm hoping that it's going towards the athletes and their, their well-being and, you know, education and, you know, their, their wellness and their bodies and all that kind of stuff. At least give them that. And for the most part, these, these organizations and these schools do. Some of these facilities, I mean, good Lord. <laughs> I went to Texas Indoor Facility, and my God. Mm-hmm. Might as well be NFL. And they ain't win for six games last year. <laughs> so I'm just saying. I mean, speaking on the Old Dominion, just spent a couple M's on the John that they ain't even need, but you know. Hey, man, it helps to recruit. And we stink. Hey, man. Hey, man. M's. Hey, man. Brand new. Gotta start some. Brand new. I'm just like. Like it's it's a lot more hurdles than you know because not only that in the climate we have right now the the climate buzzword <laughs> the one one like big problem that will come up that we have in some sports now is if you have any any like major like drastic difference between. What the men's team get paid and what the girls team get paid—that'll be an issue in itself. I don't even want to talk about it. Exactly. I don't even want to think That'll about it. That's why it's like it's so much more mm-hmm. that comes with just okay. Let's pay student athletes. Like it sounds great off the tongue. It sounds great, but when you actually think of how to how to implement it mm-hmm. evenly, fairly, whatever ways. It's going to be impossible. Yeah, man. I forgot what else that we were talking about at the point because I had another point on something else. But honestly, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm good. This is this is great. Um, I'm all for it, man. Any oh, yeah. these kids transfer, transfer point? That's what. Yeah, these kids transfer. I like. I love them having the power because now in all these leagues, we're starting to see the players create their own power with. Pro players trying to sign shorter contracts, but still wanting more money and being able to choose year after year. Started by Braun. It's not going. It's not going to work. But I. But I understand. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 just trying. Yeah, at least try. It's just it's 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 trying. You have to you have to give up something though. Oh yeah. You have to give up and something. your leverage. Not necessarily your leverage because the shorter contract yeah, gives you the leverage. But you yeah, have to give up some money. Because everybody ain't, yes, everybody yes, out here yes, ain't yes, balling. That's like what I'm LeBron. saying. LeBron can ask for two years, $50 million, and get 25 per. He's LeBron. Exactly. But a lot of these kids, like, yo, young man, I need you to step your skill set up. Now, in exchange for these shorter contracts, you may not be able to get the same money. If I'm an owner, even if it is the Lakers or the Pelicans, hold up, bro. I understand you want this leverage. But I'm not about to pay you this kind of money. I mean, you know, it's got to be fair. Yeah. It's got to be fair. But I do agree that it, I'm, I'm okay with the players advocating for themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Somebody. They are their own brain. They need some... to be If they're not doing it, then somebody needs to. Otherwise, somebody. the owners are not going to give you more than what you ask for. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with pushing the envelope in regards to what you're saying. I'm okay with pushing that envelope. And, I mean, Absolutely. You can't blame the owners. I'm not going to pay $40 for something that costs 30 Hey man, it's business. Man. I can't. It's business. I'm, I'm not. If if that price tag say thirty, I'm gonna give you thirty. And the, the 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 thing that the thing that always helps me to understand that I need to make sure I look at both sides of any situation is sports. Oftentimes, because you just mentioned it, my example was different from yours. But you mm-hmm. talked about who is now leading the Phoenix Suns. 
a player, a former player. Mm-hmm. Who's now leading the 76ers? A former okay. player. What does LeBron want to do when he, he wants to be a owner? Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson is a president. Clear. He used to be an owner of, well, it was a minority owner, but he was a minority owner of the Lakers. So for players to try to act like they don't understand what owners are trying to do, that's bull. Yes, you do. And you want to be what it is that the owners are right now. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me you don't see both sides. If you don't at least try to understand both sides when it comes to business, you're not really trying to do business. Mm-mm. You're just a consumer. And I try to stay away from that just being a consumer mindset because, again, we're supposed to be trying to change our culture, supposed to be trying to be more business-oriented and all that stuff. And, I mean, that those things matter. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm all for the players. Try to get as much money as you can while you can. There's nothing wrong with that because the owner's doing the same thing. Yeah. I see, got no issues with that. The main problem with most people is that all you have to do is see both sides. You don't have to be cool with both sides. Just see it and get it. Like, okay, I get why this owner does this. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it, but I get it. Helps you negotiate, though. Mm-hmm. That's like that's literally all you have to do. You don't have to be okay with it. You just have to see why they're doing the things that they're doing. You understand? That's it. Help you negotiate. Cause I mean, honestly, I'm 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 trying to gear like past just consumer, just being the consumer, and mm-hmm. it's a lot of stuff I don't agree with, Speak but on. I get it. Speak on, sir. I I can't be mad with it, like owners. I can't be mad with it. Just like I said, if the price tag is thirty, I'm going to give you thirty dollars for it. If I give you forty, I want my ten back. <laughs> like. Hey, it's smart. You can't blame them. Like, yeah. you cannot blame them. You don't have to be okay with it. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to like it. Just understand it. One of my, uh, one of my mentor told me, one of the many things she's told me, she said, you need to understand the reasons why a person in power would tell you no. You need to be prepared for a rebuttal or with a rebuttal for all of the reasons that you can possibly get a no. Regardless. And if you can do that, if you can execute that in business, you can execute it in life. You can do that with your relationships. You're asking for stuff. You know, you have a wife or girlfriend, whatever case be. You need to anticipate what the possible answers are going to be. You can't do that if you're not trying to think and understand where they're coming from. And if you're not, you're doing yourself a disservice. Because mm-hmm. you're not preparing yourself for an opportunity to be able to get that yes. And that's what the players... I'm hoping throughout this process that they, you know, that they're trying to do, because I mean, and I think they are because a lot of them want to be owners, a lot of them want to be in the media. They say they hate the media so much, but they have a microphone in their mouth. Drew Gooden was just doing the doggone Pistons game last night, and Drew Gooden was he was alright. He wasn't great, but hey, he has a microphone. Uh, Tracy McGrady microphone. And now guys are starting their own media brands. Kobe has his own media brand. Does business with ESPN. Yo, you remember the media now. I got to watch what I say, right? But guess what? <laughs> it is another source of revenue. And for people to act like they don't understand it is ridiculous to me. Of course, we hate the media sometimes. But they also want to be a part of it because it's another check. They serve a purpose. It's another check, man. Everything serves a purpose. And it's, if you like to it. me, yo, I think it's great to see black folks starting to do these things. Because that's how you accumulate power. In this country, it's not about right and wrong. And that's unfortunate. Because it should be about right and wrong, but it's about leverage. 
It's about what you can leverage in order to attain whatever it is you're trying to attain. Power you got in any situation. Montgomery Bus Boycott. At that time, it was about quality, of course. But we had to snatch it via taking away money. Start our own bus company. First, Yo, easiest way to get to You got to do what you got to do, man. I mean, this is it's chess. It's not checkers. So I agree, man. I'm with the players, man. Go I, do what you got to do. And that's, 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 that's the problem with most people having to think forward. Like, granted, okay, it's complex, but it helps you out. You, you, you have to think farther than your next move. You have to be at least three steps ahead. Because there is a goal. And still, <laughs> and still have ways to get over the obstacles that come step three and not be stuck on step one. Buy your plan. Most people who have money have planned their lives out five to ten years. You have to. It is what it you is. You have to have some type of forecast. You got to be something. Forecast. Yep. It's crazy out here. Well, fellas, I appreciate this. This is this is good. Hold on, cuz we ain't talk. Bro, hold on, boss. We listen, man. Look, no, we gotta no, talk no, about college no basketball. Listen, nothing. We ain't gotta talk about the whole thing. We just gotta talk about how this man, this boy, this. I ain't gonna say boy because that just sounds. This yeah, young man, man. Young man. This young trying. man. Sure. I don't know where they played this game at, so. My man. Uh oh. Was in the locker room. He blocked the shot on the opposite side of the gym. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a freak. <laughs> off of like a step from out the locker room. Yeah, from out up. the shower. Yeah, he freaked out. Yeah, man. Number one pick. He's number one. Like, he's a lot. What? Like. No, he's straight up. <laughs> like, y'all. You got to get that ball out quick, young man. Yeah. You got to get that ball out quick. Hey, man. Bro, like, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, one, one, one. He was floating. Yeah. He was floating. But. Doesn't matter. You got up like 14 feet. I'm like, bro. I ain't even I ain't even boosting now. This man was in the paint. The guy was in the corner. From an outstretched arm, mm-hmm. a baby bounce. Baby bounce. In like a step or maybe two steps. Yeah. He didn't get fingertips on it. Oh hand. He, he pumped. Like, bro, how, how does that happen? He's a tight end. I've been saying this for years. He's a tight end. Tight end. In <laughs> what? He's a red zone. That target. was the most ridiculously <laughs> athletic, like, yeah. no, 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 disgustingly athletic play I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, Sports man. are pushing the edge of what the human body can do. Like, sports science is real, and people are now training year-round. So it's not impossible anymore. Oh it's crazy, yo. Like he, not impossible anymore. He made that jump carrying two hundred and eighty pounds of yeah. just mass. That's not you know jersey shoes, nope. hair, whatever. <laughs> <He's a jersey>. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, man. Two hundred and eighty pounds got that high off the floor. That's a strong dude. And levitated a little bit. Yeah, they got a good team, man. Uh, Cause and let's not forget they were playing against a good UVA team. They're not I a slouch. I want to see UVA beat them so bad. And it's UVA's like they come good. so close, but it's just not close enough. UVA is not good. Really? Ah. Now keep in mind, I'm biased. <laughs> I mean, I do like Texas, <laughs> right, right? And you know, 
the unfortunate situations that happened in Charlottesville on UVA's campus. Mm, that, that's um, okay. that, that was definitely unfortunate. But um, UVA's not good, um, in, in my opinion. Um, the style of play that they have is conducive to them being successful. Yes. I don't think they are going to ever win a national championship. Can't score. Um, Can't score. Because they're not a consistent scorer, and they just don't have the athletes. Um, I, if they could ever recruit with the Dukes and the North Carolinas and all those other schools, we'd be talking real different. But they just don't have the athletes to compete and to get the easy buckets that they need. Right. They just don't get a whole lot of those. Mm-hmm. They play great fundamental basketball. I was about to say. And defensively, I don't think there's anybody that's played better defense the last three or four years than they have um, in a long time. So they're, they're always going to – if you can play defense, you're always going to be in every game. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they're, they're fun to watch. You know, they're, <laughs> I, I, they remind me of the Raptors. <laughs> the because Raptors. the Raptors will be great. Regular season, mm, we, we in there. And the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, just because crunch time, you need someone to step on the floor and get you a bucket. That don't happen with well coached defensive players. It it just don't happen. It's who's a dog and who's not. <laughs> yeah, and especially with Duke, it's like you you got some dogs. It's like granted, they're still well coached, not as structured as. Some teams might be, but still well coached. And then, hey, I have two, maybe two point five dogs on my team. Two point five. Cam, Cam Reddish, I like him. Old man game. I won't call him a dog yet. To me, he's not even the third best player on the team. Trey Jones. Yeah, I'm going Trey Jones. I like him defensively, and I like how he makes plays. I just want a little more offense out of Trey. I just want a little more. Well, he ain't getting that because RJ and Ryan taking he, all the he shots. He had Tyus to teach him because let's not forget when Tyus was there, he was their bucket at like m- maybe 6'3". Fair enough. Maybe. So, but, um, yeah. The tournaments are getting ready to uh, get ready to start, the conference tournaments. Don't ask me nothing. I'm excited about those. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm not picking up. I could not anything care. in those. I could not. I just. Care. I just want to see Virginia Tech get past like the second round. I mean, I think that this is the best Tech team we've seen in a few years, and unfortunately, you know, they don't have the talent to be no Duke or nobody like that. But um, I, I think Tech got a nice little scrappy team, man. They got the bet. Not gonna lie, I didn't expect anything from Tech, and like a couple weeks ago, I seen that Tech was ranked, and I'm like. Yeah, and they're not ranked like 24. They ranked like 12, yo. Like, like this right. past week, one tech didn't lose. But tech was ranked like 11. Yeah. Didn't, and didn't, they, didn't y'all just beat uh, some team and held them to like 24 points? Wasn't that NC State? State? That game was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> tech is scrappy, man. Yeah. What, what they're missing right now is the depth. They don't have the depth of talent. They only sure. play like seven guys a game. So, guys get tired, man. I mean, you know, jacking up those shots and everything, and playing defense. You can't really rest in college. No. You know, NBA, you kind of float a little bit. You know, LeBron get a few minutes rest. You can't do that in college. Yeah. So, I mean, Tech got to continue to get deeper. But I like Buzz Williams. I like him as a coach. I think he does a really good job. He has the program on an upper trajectory. Ooh. So, I mean, I think that they'll be solid if he can get, you know, continue to recruit some, some decent talent. So, and also if guys can stay healthy, you got a few dudes that's hurt. Because, um, like, 
get the kid's name. Light skin, young man. But um, I, I know you know what I'm talking about. I know, I know, I know exactly who you're talking about. I just can't yeah, think of his name. Good. He's a senior. I think his last name is Rob. I think it's Justin Robinson, if I'm not mistaken. But he's a senior this year. Um, he's a solid guard, man. I like him. So, check out a nice little squad. It's just not deep enough to beat anybody that, that we talking about right now. Yeah. But it's hard coming out of the ACC. Yeah, man. It's difficult. You can't, I mean, they lost to UNC. They lost to Duke. They lost to UVA. I don't expect them to win those games. I mean, right. UVA still has to go to Blacksburg. So, I think maybe they can pull that one out. It's at home. We'll see if they can maybe, you know, steal that. But, eh, they just don't have time this year, man. Yeah. But, it's all good, man. Uh, Ronnie J, where can they find you at, man? Man, look. Told them week one. <laughs> told them week two. Still ain't changed. Ronnie J 52 on everything. <laughs> On every single thing, not one thing ain't Ronnie J fifty two. That's the name, man. Brian, where can they find you at, man? Hey, man, I'm I'm not hard to find, man. Facebook, you no, know, just type in my name. <laughs> You'll see me come up. I, Simple I'm enough. always saying something on there, man. Simple enough. Definitely check them out, Brian Lewis. Uh, follow the podcast at Turn on the Tape underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, follow me at underscore Harvard Dropout. Uh, I did drop out of Harvard. Uh, okay. In my head, hence the name. Um, but you know, that's just how it is. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely want to appreciate uh, and shout out Brian for coming through, man. We appreciate yeah, sure. that. Absolutely, man. Appreciate y'all, man. The man. most Cook. informative cast we've ever had. Like, hey, man. The, the most inf- the most raw information yeah. given. We got, we got talk back to. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm well, saying? I mean, like, you know, somebody yeah. talk back. Well, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys, man. I am. I'm. I'm proud of you guys what it is that y'all are doing now. Whatever I can do to support, please let me know. Yes, um, this yes, is this is big. And um I want y'all to keep this going, man. This is this is great. We ain't going nowhere, boss. Y'all y'all got a voice. <laughs> keep on using that joint. That's what's up. Appreciate yes, it. Good. Yes, good. Uh so we're gonna wrap it up, man. This is episode wait, is it eighteen look, or nineteen? Look, we we getting up there, man. The wrong person. <laughs> I just let them fly. <laughs> I ain't counting, I just i I'm, I'm just letting them fly. The Rams are not good. Wow. Well, Twan, just, you listen. Listen. Yeah, he coming for you, man. Twan, <laughs> Lundy, everybody who's a Rams fan, y'all know. At least I'm consistent, y'all. At least I'm consistent. Uh, I mean, we got a little spare, we got a little spare time on. And, uh, listen, guys, this is this is coming from a 49 fan. I am a 49er fan. I did put that disclosure. But I put that disclosure out there earlier. I am a 49er fan. This is tough territory. But at the same time, the Rams ain't good. You know, hey, hey, I told everybody that eventually that loss was coming in. And and, and Bill, Bill Belichick, he held me down. He held me down. And he kind of brought them down a little bit. Three-point score. Amen. No, d Wade. Three look, points. Just look. I'm excited for my Carolina Panthers this year. I'm very excited for my Carolina Panthers this year. I don't know all this Redskins talk y'all been talking about. Like, I, I've never been a fan of the Redskins. Have you traded your team? Jake DeLone was always my favorite player. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, Jake? I, I, I'm... Okay. I, I'm not understanding this this Redskins talk that y'all say that y'all have heard me speak on. Uh, it's still a Redskins fan. He's still a Redskins fan, ladies and gentlemen. Cam. <laughs> super Cam. I'm Cam. all for it. Nah, man. You super Alex. That's hey, man. I like Alex, man. <laughs> Alex, hey, let me tell you something. Alex had them people competing and winning until he got hurt, man. The kid, the boy is a winner, man. Alex Smith is a winner, man. I like him. I was good with every game other than the Indianapolis game. I'm like Alex. Oh, I do remember that one. That was at home, wasn't it? Y'all were, they came to y'all. That was the first game. 
we won games that we shouldn't have won and lost games that we shouldn't have lost. I'm not blaming the Alex went to the playoffs. a thousand percent. The Colts went to the playoffs. They're a good team. We could have beat them. This is true. Should have beat them. This is true. It's, my, my only problem with Alex is that sometimes he's too safe. Like when I you're throwing it. the ball to Popeye, yes. and yes. Um, that's why I uh, didn't Polly put Pocket. all of them. And when you're throwing the ball to uh, the janitor at the Springs, I mean, you know, hey, you can't expect you can't expect them to get. If I'm Alex, I'm not taking any chances with those guys either. But when he was when he has dogs on the outside, he get them the ball. Look, we did at KC. Yo, Kansas City was so trash when they when they got Alex. Who was the quarterback? Matt Castle or somebody trash. It doesn't matter. It was somebody trash. <laughs> they, tra- they, they didn't just sign Alex Smith. They traded for Alex. They gave San Fran a second-round pick for this guy. So, with that being said, he can play. Almost every year he was in Kansas City, he was taking them guys to the playoffs, winning the division. And when he was playing this year in Washington, we had a team that really wasn't didn't have the talent to be at 6-3 and three, at 6-3. and three. He had them where they wanted to be. It was number one in the East, yo. Definitely take The man it. knows how to win. He plays within it. himself. That's why I like him, man. More teams should be out here trying to find an Alex Smith, Still. not a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Because Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, they were two of them. Stop trying to stop trying to stop trying to hit a home run and get this ground. Get this, what is it? A ground rule double? Get get one of them joints, man. I take a I take a second base all day. They ain't even getting them because they getting stuck with Blake Bortles. Come on, somebody, show. like talk about it, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Church, church, like, man. Look, right, another story for hey, Ryan Fitzpatrick ready to get another contract. Come on now. Come on now. Ryan Fitzpatrick getting paid out hey, here, man. I'm I'm still puzzled. Somebody puzzled. compared. Josh Allen to Cam Newton, but that's just a. It's just a black thing. Yeah, that, we gotta stop this. Yeah. We gotta stop being disrespectful, to Cam Newton, yeah. man. We gotta stop this. Yeah. This man Any is probably he's probably the best black quarterback we've seen since Vic. Easily, I mean, and he's won I more than easily. Vic. I mean, yes, the, the man, the man, is a baller. He can play. Period. Only thing, the only strike against him in my book is is cultural. I don't like how players sold out Colin Kaepernick. He would still, in my opinion, have a closer opportunity to have a job if he had some camaraderie among his players. Players, they, they hung him out. They hung him out to dry. They did. Definitely. They pretty much hung him out to dry. So if, you know, if, if it's anybody who should be saddened about him, not, it should be them. Because there was no unity. There was no togetherness. Now, they did turn it around. They at least got, you know, the $90 million secured in order to be able to, you know, help with causes. That's great. That's what it's all about anyway. But if you want to show some solidarity with that player and make sure that he has a job, they could have they, they could have rallied around him and either kneeled with him or done more to advocate on his behalf publicly. They didn't do that. Yeah, but too so, scared about the bottom line. Too scared, man. Yeah. I understand it because uh, they got families. They got families to feed. I get it. It's just, but there's a there is a positive and a negative with every decision that's made out here, whether it's the right one or the wrong one. So with that being said, I mean this is kind of the way it is. This is the way it works. Players also got to understand. Hey. If you want to protest, you may want to make sure that you're actually pretty doggone good because you got to create leverage. That's what life is all about. I just said it. You can't be kind of trash and you only won one game and, you know, <laughs> Blake Bortles, you know, started over you. You can't, you can't do that, you know, because then you got owners thinking that they can do without you, and that's what they're doing. So, I mean, it is what it is. It's unfortunate. Um, I wish the world was all about right and wrong. Unfortunately, it's not. You got to have some leverage. Um, you can apply that to anything, you know, women – for example, you know, they may get away with a little bit more if they're bad. 
Um, yes. Men, if they're, you know, they look pretty good, <laughs> women might let them get away with a little more. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's leverage, man. It's just life. about, it's just, it's life, man. That's life, not man. trying to be disrespectful, but it's life. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we're not a misogynistic podcast. <laughs> uh, Wait a minute, I said men and women, y'all. <laughs> I gave an example for women. That is not for men, y'all. Come on, now. I'm just playing, dog. All right, man, we're getting out of here, man. We're getting out of here, man. Look, this turn on the tape. Yes, sir. For Ronnie J. Yeah. Bryant, man, this is Chip. We out of here, man. Appreciate y'all. Out. God bless.